0: The production of this podcast has been made under lockdown, therefore we ask if there is any fuzzy bits that you please kindly forgive us. Hello, I'm Rachel. And I'm Norris. And this is Revival Nuggets.
1: The show where we get excited about revival and the bringing of
0: life into the seemingly mundane. Thanks so much for joining us and listening. This is the story pod. We planned a podcast essentially where we would basically just get everyone excited by telling incredible stories about what God's doing and um, just build faith and encouragement and, and even in the tiny moments that God's so moving during this time and we were very we were very expectant weren't we Rach?
1: We were we even I remember we ended a call maybe on Monday evening being like Just brace yourself. Chances are it'll be an 11th hour thing. All the stories will come through last minute. We'll record it, but it'll be full of the miraculous.
0: We were like, we don't even need to plan it because God's going to plan it and it's going to be great. And um, I think what's safe to say is that probably um, the kind of testimony that will come out of this week isn't actually the sort of testimony that we had planned to tell. And even more so, uh, this is a pod where we definitely haven't been able to plan it at all. It's worth
1: saying that we were expectant for God's goodness and we definitely have seen God's goodness, but it's been in a way, as Norris just said, that we just didn't expect. And I think in in the process of the week, we realised that possibly this is what God's got to share.
0: Yeah, I guess- so you called me, didn't you? So you called me on... If I know, we were we were all planning, all getting ready to, uh, I don't know, I think just chat through everything and maybe, like, try and sort of even, like maybe talk about some stories that god might want us to tell and then um messaged me just saying something um quite painful had happened at work
1: yeah i found out in the middle of in the middle of the week that sadly one of the um the people that i manage on my team had suddenly passed away totally unexpectedly and um it was utterly harrowing to be honest it was such a shock and um is such a shock still realistically and so sad and i think it brought with it um so many questions and so much to to process myself but also leading a team where the grief was like right in the middle of it um and having to tell each of them one by one and
2: and Mm. process
1: it as a team was was extremely and is is still extremely raw um and just just kind of like it just it it surfaced yet again the immense fragility of life and the fact that we're here on this earth for just such a short time.
0: Actually, do you know what? When you, when you messaged me saying that, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, take your time." There was a, there was a point where I thought, actually, I don't think it's right for us to podcast this week. Like it wouldn't, like it a it wouldn't be fair for you, and, and b like I almost like we couldn't genuinely almost talk about the things we wanted to be really genuine about because actually, there was now so much going on which wasn't as we planned. So yep. I find it even surprising that we're actually doing a podcast this week, to be honest. Yeah. It feels like a microcosm
1: of the bigger thing that we wanted to talk about because the the reality is the circumstance is has been and is continuing to be totally dire and such a such a challenge to process and walk through. Um and and yet I have been blown away by um the provision of God's goodness in the minute things amidst a bigger picture of a situation that I just wish weren't the case and 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 the circumstance is actually really dark and very sad and yet it's been peppered with blessings whether it be um almost enlisting them they can they can seem so trivial sometimes because you're like oh like a friend messaged and it was so encouraging or my manager was phenomenally supportive beyond belief or um a friend, actually, I remember in the middle of the week, a friend who didn't even know, because I haven't really had the chance to talk about it because it's been, it's been so consuming. So one friend who didn't know just happened to send me a, a prophecy the day of, actually, just encouraging me with no context whatsoever, and
0: it spoke totally into the situation without her knowledge. Can I ask, sorry to interrupt, can I ask what, because I know we sort of briefly talked about that, can I ask sort of what sort of thing she said, or is that, what is it too personal? She, she basically had some of God's insight into
1: the strengths that he's given me to navigate situations and it's just what sh- what I was in my in nature my human nature feeling like I was totally lacking um I remember pan- I, it, it happened and I kind of had to deal with being extremely strong for the team in the situation and yet feeling totally broken and unable in my in my own nature to 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 lead when I couldn't even Navigate myself to be honest, um, and yeah. and got a message from her, highlighting from God's perspective who He's made me to be. She had no clue, absolutely no clue. Um, it is amazing, isn't it? In like the uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it is. And and I have been so struck that actually, in life we are almost bold so many difficult balls to hit, as it were. Like life is just so complex and we can't we can't expect really an easy ride and I don't I don't say that um doom and gloom I think I think um I say it as a reality of living life we've never lived it before we have no idea what's coming around the corner and often they're curveballs however in the midst of it the reality that God is moving and that he is with us and blessing us has just blown me away this week and I am convinced that he he doesn't leave us in it sometimes we can't see the goodness and i and and sometimes we can and even if they're minute but i think the thing that's really struck me is like regardless yet i will praise him and the word the word like yet of being facing situations and circumstances whatever we're in as individuals and communities that are deeply challenging the 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 idea of like yet i will praise him God, god i i decide that actually you are worthy of my praise, even if my circumstance isn't showing your goodness. And I think within that, there's kind of a like, okay, so so do we do we believe the challenging question of do we believe that God is ultimately good? Is he innately good? Is his very being kind? Is he um, faithful? Is he is he good? And and if he is innately good, and we aren't seeing goodness, then I just quite frankly don't think he's
0: done acting in that situation he's not finished it's literally like the word "yet yeah, I will praise you is in your DNA I was like I don't even need to we don't even need to worry that that will come up even though it's such a powerful message because actually like as soon as Rachel starts talking like that is that is at the core inside of you is this yet yeah, I will praise you like the word "yet," yeah. yeah. I don't want to steal your line but you said something so powerful to me earlier, but I think you know what it is. So I want you to say it. But it was honestly, it blew me away when you said this. <laughs> Wait, what was, what was it I don't you know said? what it is. Oh, my gosh, that does mean I get to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so we were chatting yesterday, just generally chatting through like everything that's been going on in the week. And you declared over the situation until I see God's goodness, until I see it you can't be done God yeah until I see it you can't be done
1: I believe it partially because I haven't found hope elsewhere now that's kind of said as like a my hands are up Lord, <laughs> all I'm seeing is such difficult situations and I've chosen to believe that you are good and you are God and I'm struggling to see it and my my stance my posture is you are good therefore I will expect to see it and and I in the, almost like we will see the goodness of the land of the living. like That, that bit in the Psalms I just love, if, if we will see his goodness. Um, but also, um, it's it's biblical, isn't it? God is good and he is a father and he is with us. And so it's almost a kind of, he's on our team, we're on his team. It's like, who are we partnered with in these situations? I feel as if the hits that we're taking in life at the moment is such a such a tackle on our joy almost yeah. it intentionally takes our faith shakes it and and challenges joy and and I believe wholeheartedly both because it's biblical and also because I've experienced the fact that the joy of the Lord is our strength we are in situations that are just quite frankly too much to deal with and um far too much to process and yet there is something so innately beautiful about the fact that the joy of the Lord which goes above circumstance and above experience is our strength and will will take us through. Let's be people who search out his goodness and recount it. Like, let the story yeah. of our lives be one where we look really frankly at our existence and our and our experience and what's on around us and we say, you know what, this is difficult, but here is his goodness, this is what God has done, in the midst of this situation, he is still good and Father, thank you for this and almost like create and, and grow more of our grateful heart to stand in a position of yet I will praise you, Lord.
0: It's like it's we were also saying it's kind of the contrast, isn't it, between I I refuse to come into agreement with what is going on. I I'm not gonna even try and vaguely Um, come into agreement with anything that's happened in the past week or even especially for you in the past month and Mm. actually we can hold that tension of like I refuse to believe that this is how it should be yet at the same time I believe that there is a God who is powerful and Mm. it's that how do we hold those two things together and it and I guess it is in joy yeah but not a kind of worldly joy and like a kind of deep, eternal joy, which actually at the time sometimes feels horrendous. And you're like, <laughs> I don't want to listen to music. I don't want to do these things, I feel awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, it
1: does. It does. But that, but that's key though. Like, like never for one second do I think it's right to ignore the reality of what we're in. I think recognising yeah. the situation is awful. Like recognising that is, is part of it and and yet the juxtaposition of that mixed with a supernatural joy that is inexplicable and causes an entire generation of people around us to pause in their steps and say what is it that in this context that you recognize as being so difficult is giving you a lifeline that is far beyond your circumstance
0: and that is what stands out I genuinely think and even with you you'll kind of be talking and be like I know I came across really low in that conversation and I'm like hilarious that you think you've come across low. Not because you can't or not because you can't just completely break down, but it's almost like without your doing there's something that kind of eeps eeps. No, that's so not a word. Seeps, that's it. Seeps, eeps, (laughs) seeps from you. And that in a sense is also where the freedom lies because we can kind of freely say like I don't know how to handle this situation. Yet like I know that just even without me knowing there's something that seeps out of me and I guess the path that you've walked of like pain and the path that so many other people are walking of like quite intense pain mm. like that story actually gives other people it it can bring other people to a place of freedom mm.
1: Mm.
0: because they can see that, that you're reacting to something just totally differently and they're like hold on how do I get that freedom? Even in, as you said, in the little things, like even about what being at home and even just like your dad bringing you in a coffee. sounds so silly, but
1: <laughs> he, he's such a hero. He's currently outside in the garden cleaning my bike with a toothbrush. I mean, he is just no. such a phenomenal man.
0: <laughs> you tell him I've got a bike that he's cleaning. So I haven't got it out of the shed for like <laughs> a year. <laughs> That's why I don't use it. <laughs> Bring it
1: over. He he would love to do it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Norris actually has a story that we would love to share.
0: Well, it was at, oh, it was such an encouraging one from earlier on in the week. I'd um I'd kind of in our in our in our quest to 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 kind of say to people, we want to hear your stories, we wanna know what God's doing, we wanna know how he's moving. Actually, like we can't deny that at the same time really good stories came out of it um and there's one just really encouraging one by um by my lovely friend Matt um he something's really delightful happened at his church last week and it was so gorgeous the way he told it and um yeah involves actually involves football which is interesting our favorite topic so, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah our favourite topic this is us just making sure we appeal to everyone on this podcast but also uh making sure that everyone knows that we are actually two girls that absolutely love football what is a shame is that his story is about West Ham United I know it's actually
1: it's such a shame but at the same time I think if we were to talk about your team no one Um... would know who we're talking about
0: (laughs) shut up (laughs) <laughs> think if my Chelsea athletic won the playoff in the championship last year no to get into the championship oh my gosh go to get my facts straight before this happens anyway I think we should let Matt talk about um the power of his story rather than us bang on about things that we don't know about <laughs> right here he is Hi Matt, how are you? Welcome to the pod as our wise mate. Thanks for joining us.
2: Yes, hello, thank you. Uh, What an honour it is to be here today.
0: (laughs) You are so welcome. Um, So you've got a lovely story uh, that we uh, just wanted to tell everyone. Um, So can you tell us what happened at your church a couple of weeks ago?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, my church run a an evening outreach service every other week for homeless and vulnerable people um where they it's like a church service they have worship they have a talk and they also provide a hot meal which is as you can imagine the real pull of coming along but when it's all broke out our church had to shut the church kitchen which meant that they couldn't provide any food so there's a lady called Suzanne who heads up a lot of the projects at the church involving food like youth clubs and stuff um so she was running around trying to find somewhere trying to find some sort of donation to get food or get other people to help out and basically spent the weekend this was kind of when the coronavirus hit england properly spent that weekend rushed around not getting to anywhere so she um on the sunday morning she was cycling to church and she just said that she had no leads whatsoever um and she was just praying she was praying for she was like lord she just said what was on her heart was loaves and fish so she was lord loaves and loaves and fish that's all she kept saying loaves and fish and at the same time so she came to church in the morning at the same time her husband ryan um went along to this place called Whitechapel mission which is where it's like a drop-in place for homeless guys in the morning where they provide food and just like support and he was trying to invite people to this evening service and you know some people said they'd come along but he had to tell people that there'd be no food which Meant that a lot of other people kind of weren't that interested, and at the same time, um, the lady who worked there heard him and pulled him over, and she said, "Oh, Ryan, we got a uh, call from West Ham United today. So West Ham were due to play that weekend. This is the weekend where all the football had been cancelled, so they're pl- due to play at home that day." And she said, "Oh, they they contacted us because they've got loads and loads of food that they don't need. So all the food for the corporate clients, all these kind of packed lunches." they want to give us as many as we need so how how so let us give them all to you so basically we got those prayers answered we got all this just this tons and tons of food sent to the church from West Ham United um as pat lunches and it was just yeah a massive answer to prayer so that evening they're able to put the service on they're able to f- provide food and you know even just the fact that it was pat lunches um You know if it if we'd been donated hot food for example we wouldn't be able to do it because the kitchen was closed so all these packed lunches were given out and in the end there were there was more than what was needed um so everyone could be well fed and even go home with some extra food as well um so it was incredible
0: was the story that was the that was just for me the story that stood out in so many ways and I loved just her kind of the way she just prayed loaves and fishes loaves and fishes and that it was like the overflow in the situation yeah Yeah.
1: I absolutely loved it it was I loved the way that he delivered it as well just with such grace but also real faith it's such a cracking little story
0: He's so lovely and gentle, isn't he? But has these like wild stories and does this wild work which is just so um <laughs> painful and great at the same time. What yeah. actually, what he didn't say in the story, which I thought was kind of especially poignant, was that the lunches that were that were the, that were prepared uh in West Ham that day were specifically for the exec boxes. No. Which is, like, if you then contrast, so the, the specifically for the exec boxes, but it was specifically, like, the the people who are without food and without anything um, that got them. That is such a... I love that, isn't it? It's like, guys, you know what? You know what we're going to feed the execs,
1: the big dogs? We're going to give it to the homeless because you're worth it. In your very nature, you're worth an exec lunchbox.
0: Yeah. Um, just before we end, Norris, have you got a Norris nugget? Which is... Now a thing, everyone. Even though I did protest it on the basis of we had the uh, we had the action point debacle last weekend, which made me sound like I was in some sort of board meeting. Anyway, <laughs> oh gosh, we're about to go over. I got um, a, a really nice uh, verse from a poem just came to my head. Can I read it? Please do. We'd love that. Okay, good. I read this all the time. So everyone who knows me is going to be like, oh my gosh, bang on about that poem again. Um, <laughs> but there's just something that came into my head. So it says. To the middle verses, ye fearful saints, fresh courage take. The clouds you so much dread are big with mercy and will break in blessings on your head.
1: Mm. That is such a nice note to end on. Thank you so much.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this podcast, which probably is slightly different to the one you're expecting. And we Mm. promise we'll get back to the gory details next week uh, when we uh, (laughs) delve into our dating lives and more importantly, how we basically can totally um not care about them because we just love god (laughs) well that's what i'm telling myself anyway (laughs) right we'll see you next week everyone bye